around. He turns around to me and he goes, "Can I just say, sir, that that is a that is a very smashing mustache." <laughs> Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Ha 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 ha! Sorry about that. Got a little bit delayed there. A little bit delayed in transitioning the main screen. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. Recharged, reinvigorated, ready to go. Good, good, good. Um, you've you've been uh you've been you've been out and about, haven't you, John? Yes, I took the van out for a runabout. And where did you go? We went to Loch Doon. Oh yeah, Loch Doon, that one that pretends to have a monster, right? Yeah, well, someone has painted a monster on the side of their house. I sent you the picture. I thought it was interesting. I'm not quite sure why they've done that. They're probably English. Most of the people that buy houses in Scotland in the middle of nowhere are English. Um, That's because we really don't like it here, John. Yeah. And and um, and then we went to Kirkubri. <sighs> so me, we, both me we, and Adam had a conference with John yesterday afternoon, right? We had a conference with John. And he kept saying this, Kirkubri, Kirkubri, Kirkubri. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> anyway, um, so we were going to, I, I went to another lock, the Black Lock, right? Um, yeah. Which is in the New Galloway Forest Park Dark Sky area. Right. Which would have been quite cool if the skies had been dark, but it rained a lot last night. Oh, but it, anyway, did, it did. We went, up, we went up there and it was like um, the middle of nowhere, but no signal. No, so you and, you managed to I, find some, didn't you, to get onto our video conference? Well, well, it wasn't to get onto your video conference. It was to appease a fourteen-year-old because they'd gone, they'd gone a whole night without without signal. So, you can imagine withdrawal was kicking it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Anyway, John, in all your big screen glory. Introduce the show. In my big screen glory. So welcome one and all to this episode 89 of Chasing Descent. 89. With me, 89. With me, the man formerly in the van, and recently, and now hunkering in the bunker at this very moment in time, and with Ben from his South Coast studio. Ooh, hello, hello, hello. So, so... There's, there's been so John, John gets back from Kirkubli um, earlier on today, <laughs> and uh, and he says, "Hello guys uh, on Twitter. Hello guys, uh, I've I've been out of the loop for uh, several days. Uh, can anybody help me build my list tonight? Right? This was two hours ago, by the way. Two hours ago, John. How many yes. items are on the list? Was it nineteen? How the fuck did he do that? I did it myself. I got <laughs> one. I got one from the, the wor wonderful world of Twitter. But, but then basically, got... there was plenty. 
There was plenty there, so. Jesse says because he's a genius. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, they wouldn't keep coming back, would they? If 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 we weren't some kind of genius, I guess. Well, we'd have to be doing something right, don't we? So I was in B and Q today, John. Yes, you were. And. I'm and like, you get recognised, didn't you? You get recognised as a 1970s porn star? <laughs> the, my week has been made. <laughs> Why? Why has your week been made, Ben? So Tell I was at the checkout at B&Q, and the uh, the checkout guy, he, he was obviously a facial hair enthusiast, right? He's trying to, to, he's trying to make his own designer <laughs> facial hair, I guess. Facial enthusiast. So Indeed. he turns around to me and he goes, "Can I just say, sir, that that is a that is a very smashing mustache?" Did he say smashing? He said smashing, <laughs> smashing. What was that, Jewel? Smashy and nicey. <laughs> what was that? And... Smashy and nicey. That was some sort of calf. I'm was not. I'm, I'm not. Was, uh... What? I'm not doing this to to have a smashing mustache. I'm doing this to be funny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, the guy obviously you, you do you remind me of that guy that's been in many a western, but isn't really that famous. Kind of swarthy looking Mexican dude. Yeah, Holmes. Anyway, but yeah, so it made it made you um. It made your day, didn't it? Oh, it did. It made my week. It made my week. Was uh, your wife with you? No, but I got straight That's on the phone. I got pity. straight on the phone to her because I was still laughing. I, I laughed. I said thank yeah. you, but I laughed all the way to the car. And I got on the phone to her and I told her what had happened. She was fucking mortified. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Them. You should have asked them to do a quick piece to camera. To say what? To say Sir, may I just say that's an absolutely smashing mustache so, you have there. So what you're telling me is you now want me to go back to B and Q and say, You're the mustache guy, right? You yeah, like this. Prove it. Prove it. You like this. <laughs> My Twitter fans are saying video you, you, it never happened. <laughs> do you know what he actually said as well? I no, wish what? I could grow yes. mine like that. <laughs> Did he have a tash? Yeah, he was growing ginger as well, by the way. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Ginger. yeah Why yeah. do ginger people grow tashes? Um Have they never seen the Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders is a ginger with a tash, isn't he? <laughs> John, shall we start the list? <laughs> Are we ready? Are we ready to start the list? I thought we were having fun. Yeah, yeah but I can no, see... I, where... I, I, I made a tweet today and it seems to have taken off rather dramatically. You did? You yeah. did? Tell everybody. Well, I, I, I just said I was in the queue in Morrison's waiting for the checkout. And um, I, I don't like I don't like the self-service things. I, I don't think they're right. I particularly dislike them since they came back and realised they now have facial recognition on you on them, and they show you pictures of yourself. So I I just don't like them, and I'm not a great fan of them. And mm. they don't use them in France very much at all. Mm. So, so um, I was standing in the queue waiting, um, for the checkout operator, and 
one of the workies come up and goes, you don't have an awful lot there, sir. I only had like four items. And said, you could use the self-service. And I said, yes. Um, how much will my staff discount be? And she goes, oh, do you work here? And I goes, no. But you're asking me to be a checkout operator. <laughs> and she just walked off. <laughs> right, so before we get onto the list, we got a couple of questions from the chat, John. Oh, First one comes from Shalini, says, John, how's Lexi? Uh, Lexi's very well. We took Lexi with us. So she got she got travelling in the van, she got walked, and she got she even got petted last night by uh by Melissa checking that she was alright because I think she had a nightmare during the during the night. You know how Aww. dogs when they go She's <laughs> obviously getting chased by a big dog. So <laughs> And then one more from Jess directed at me and says, mm. Ben, was the ginger hot? Jess, I couldn't possibly tell you. <laughs> That's just a stupid question. <laughs> There's no such thing as a hot ginger. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll grant you, there are doable gingers on occasion, right? <laughs> but, but hot? Hot's a stretch of the imagination that just boggles the mind. So Jess responds uh, in the chat and big cat. Ah, yeah, I know, I know she does. Yes, but yeah, there she, is. She, she's got to say that, but we can't. We can't. Um... <laughs> she's got to say that. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Uh... <laughs> we, 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 we can't change the laws of physics just because of your peccadillos, you know. <laughs> I think on that note. It may be time to move on to the list, John. Yes, let's start the list. Maybe we're better. <laughs> yeah. Before we lose any more viewers. <laughs> oh, Jessie says she's going to slap you. <laughs> oh, I'm trembling. I was, I was quite near England. We, we got quite near England when we were away. And you did travels. not come over the border? No, I didn't. I didn't come over the border because my daughter says, don't go to England. <laughs> I goes, why? What's wrong with England? She goes, I don't want to go to England. Typical uh, fucking teenager, right? Yeah. yeah I don't. I don't want. I don't want to go to England. I tried to, get to spend an extra night because I said we could go to Almwick Castle. You know where they filmed a lot of the Harry Potter Hogwarts stuff. Oh yeah. I said we could go there. We're not far away from it. I think we're only about three hours away. Right. At one point, and um, no, no, wasn't having it. Wanted to go back. Okay, well, well you. Real bed. I was going to say you're back in civilization now. Back on essential terra firma, John. No longer traveling around in the van. But no. still, let's, ladies and gentlemen, push forward with the show and enter the list. The list. Right. Number one on the list wholesale gas mm. is down by how much, Ben? Do you know? I. Don't know the exact figure, but I do know it's down oh, I could quite tell you the significantly. Exact figure. The exact figure is ninety-three percent. Okay, <laughs> and retail gas is up by how much? Uh, probably about the same, John. Fifty-three percent. Yeah, well, fifty-three percent. I I hate to say it, but we have been banging on about profiteering for the last few shows. We have energy companies, and this is gross profiteering now i've seen some people say that they're entitled to make some profit after maybe a couple of lean years mm. when were those lean years 
because if everybody's in their fucking house, they weren't not heating them for the last two years. No, I agree. No, I agree. Adam uh, okay, says... they might have not used quite as much petrol in their cars, but I'll guarantee they more than made up for it in gas and electricity. Use yeah, but even house. if they didn't use much petrol in their cars, and I actually tend to think that that's not very true. It's um, not true. But even, even, if, even if that were true... Uh, look at what Adams just said in the chat. He said, "I paid one pound seventy nine a litre today yeah. for unleaded." Yeah, that's shocking. That's shocking. It's gross profiteering. This needs to be addressed, and the government are doing fuck all about it. So, what point? What point is there to government? I mean, really, what point? Because in the last two years, I can't think of a single time when they've done anything to benefit the public. No, I agree. I, I, I agree with you. Nothing that they have done has benefited the public in any way, shape, or form. They are they are fucking useless, uh, mm. for lack of a better word. Useless! Uh, <laughs> some might say this could even be by design. Well, there's a theory about that, but it's further down the list. Oh. Yes, I was doing a little bit of research while I was on my tours. And okay. I was listening to a podcast by people I admire very much, and they have a theory, and I'm I'm quite prepared to put it forward. He was listening to me again. He was listening to my <laughs> podcast again. You don't have a podcast, do you? Do you? Do you? <laughs> well, you were the one that was listening to it, John. So anyway, that's um, that's where we are with the profiteering. <laughs> Shalini so, says, can she ask another question? Oh my goodness, the questions. Maybe we should keep the questions to the... Well, no, not to the end, because Shalini would be sleeping. Ah, you're better getting them in quick, lass. On you go. (laughs) (laughs) Did John find or see Nessie? Well, because I wasn't at Loch Ness, I would have difficulty finding Nessie. <laughs> but I did have a lookout for the Loch Monster in case there was one. But I would say the nearest I've come to a monster in this country is a sturgeon. <laughs> I've seen that a few times in real life, and I tell you, it's not a pretty sight. Again, another, another ginger. <laughs> Right, let's let's move on. <laughs> Starting well, this show. <laughs> See, this is what happens when Ben hasn't spoken to me for two days. Let's let's let's. Uh, well, you say I haven't spoken to you well, in two days. And we had a video yesterday. conference yesterday about some shenanigans, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Right, number two on the list. Shenanigans. Well, let's talk about gatekeepers, and I don't mean our—I don't mean our friend this time. I'm thinking of of the WHO, not not the group, <laughs> but the World Health Organization and Ted Ross as pandemic gatekeepers with full control over, well, they're saying 194 countries. So they'll decide when it's a pandemic. They'll decide when they need to act. And they'll decide what actions need to be taken. Well, how how can that be legal? Well, first of all, uh, in that sense, in the way that you said it, it wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be legal. Let's face it. But 
I still need to see the proof in the pudding. And and uh, whilst I know that, that this is broadly what they're they're trying to roll towards, this thing isn't written yet, right? Yeah. It's not even drafted, really, at this yeah. point. Um, and, and they don't expect the first draft to be published until, what, August? So what what are they signing up to that they keep going on about? Are they signing up to, is it a letter of intent or something? Or I'm it... honestly not sure. But they're not signing up to this treaty because it doesn't yeah. exist, right? Yeah. And yeah. The, do you know the only thing, the only World Health Organization-led pandemic treaty that I would happily, I, I reckon, sign up to would be that if there is another alleged pandemic, the World Health Organization can simply barge their way into the country of origin and start poking around. That would be the only yeah, thing that well, I that... would agree with. <laughs> well, that means they would barge their way into China. Yep. China! Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I yes, mean, Scott Morrison of Australia has just said, I'm all in on this shit. I'm absolutely... Come on, guys. Let's... Yeah, but he's also, he's also said... What also has he said? He's also said that he guarantees unequivocally that there will not be another lockdown under his government. Oh, wow. I did not hear him say that. Yes, well, he did. Well, it's an election year, isn't it? <laughs> well, this is it. This is an election. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to fucking lock you down again, okay? But yeah. if you elect me Prime Minister and we're past the election, I might just fucking lock you down again. Yeah, but he didn't say the second part. Yeah, but, but we... he did say he guaranteed that under his government they would never lock the country down again. Now I believe Boris has said a similar thing mm -hmm. and went back on it. Did he not? Mm -hmm. So Do, the, the, you can't the, believe Boris. Well, the, the, he's 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 actually gone back on it in practice, not just in in words. Because remember, remember, John, remember, remember going up to July 2021, remember <laughs> these words, cautious. <laughs> remember you're a wobble. <laughs> no, John, these words, cautious, but irreversible. Yes, yes, he did say that. Yeah. Uh, one more time, cautious, but irreversible. Yeah. Did he reverse any of it, John? Yeah, yeah, he did. He reversed yeah, it all. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So it may have been cautious, but it was certainly was was not irreversible. I wonder how many times, if somebody went back and sort of sound clipped news interviews and things like that, how many times could we get Boris Johnson uttering those words, cautious but irreversible? I, I, yeah, I think you could probably do it quite a lot. I think you're right, man. I think you're right. It, it would take a lot of time, though. Yeah. And some some of these people that create these clips are they're they're just got way too much time in their hands. I mean, I've started cutting this. <laughs> I started cutting some clips together to make a a small intro, and it's it's time consuming. Yes, uh, for those Even who just finding the information is time consuming. For for those oh. who don't know, John is. Uh... I'm making a brand new intro for Chasing Descent Live. One that won't get a copyright claim on it. One that won't get a copyright claim on it, because every time this goes out on YouTube, copyright oh. claim. Which copyright is fine claim. just now, because we're not making money. Remember that, people? We're not making money. No money. The only money we get comes from you. It comes from you at Patreon. Not many of you. Not many of you. No. 
at patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or subscribestar.com forward slash chasing descent links are of course in the chat and description if you are <laughs> i had just finished the spiel you're supposed to do the fucking horn before the spiel i know i was well i had my keypad because i thought i'll use a hotkey and it didn't it didn't the hotkey was was cold it was cold to the touch and irresponsive, just like my wife. <laughs> I hope I hope your wife is not watching this. Yes, I, I really do. Uh, Apologise, darling. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, John, before we move on to the next item on the list, uh, what is the beer of the midweek? Oh, the beer of the midweek is a little touch of the bishop's finger. Oh, it's the bishop's finger. It's the bishop's finger. It's, it's, it's a finger, but of a bishop. What the fuck? Where's what? the sound coming from? That's coming from downstairs in your gym, John. No, it's not. Can you hear that? Very, very mildly. It's the fucking arseholes next door in the dance studio. Oh, they're doing the cha-cha and all that shit. No, but they're fucking normally home by now. That's why we start the show at eight. John, they're fucking, having a party. Fucking no, they're not. They're being arseholes. Yeah, but you had you had a party just the other day at your gym. Yeah, you, you cooked. You cooked burgers. Yeah, lots and lots of burgers. Did you consume any of those burgers? I had a burger. I did. And then you were, then you went drinking on the town, didn't you? Oh, yes, then we did, yes, yes. We went out on the town and we had a great, great evening. You went down to Glasgow, down to Glasgow, and you yes. had a few bevies and and you may or may not have paid all your bills. Um, but you went oh, down to Glasgow. The, see, the guy said, the guy said, I'll take care of that. I'll sort it. So it kind of seems to me that he sorted it. Anyway. One would hope so. Segwaying on to the next item on the list, China. Let's talk about China. China. And 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 they are um what the hell are they doing? You know, I mean the the theatre is getting more and more extreme. You've seen them clubbing animals to death. Yeah. I mean they were going around with one of those little trolley things, you know, like kids have or you're using the garden to collect stuff. Yeah. And it was full of dogs. Yeah. And some of these dogs were still alive, and other ones were obviously in near death. Yeah. But, I mean, they're just horrible, horrible people. And they took the cats, not just the dogs. They took the cats yeah, but, as well. I mean, what the fuck? At least we had a dog you could eat it. What were you doing with a cat? I, I saw some footage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're Chinese, you know. I saw some footage from China today, actually. In which the people in the COVID quarantine were trying to get out and they were just being fucking hammered in the head by battens. They were just being smacked about. And whilst, but whilst, whilst, yes, we can say this is theatre, at the same time, it's not theatre to the fucking arsehole getting a baton round the head, is no, it? No, but what are they trying to achieve here? Because it's like, this is just... They've gone over the top. I mean, do they actually, do these guys that are beating people up, do they believe that this is helping? Uh, well, let me just channel my inner Xi Jinping right now, shall I? Because I can tell you exactly what China's official strategy is. Ah, zero COVID! 
Zero COVID! And we got to beat people till COVID go away. We just beat them, and we beat their dog, and COVID go away. That is, that is basically what he's doing, right? He just, yes. oh, we, we, we beat them, COVID go. No more COVID. Yes. It's like, it's like back to the old witch hunt, isn't it? We'll beat it out of you. Yeah, well, it's, uh, well that, that's, that's what they're doing, isn't it? Apparently, yeah. according to Shalini, they're testing fish. Oh, they're it's worse than that. The next one on the list, they're testing vegetables. I did this! <laughs> I did this! Yes, but, but, did you not see them? They're like slitting open a lettuce and inserting a swab into the lettuce, swirling it around, bringing it out, and testing the lettuce. Yeah, what I... the fuck? What? What the fuck? I did the same <laughs> with a melon. I cut the melon in half and I yes. stabbed the swab into it. Yeah, but why are why are the Chinese testing vegetables? But I've got to make a point here, in so much as the people who call themselves experts told me that I couldn't do this because I was breaking the test, right? So if I'm breaking the test in Are doing this... Oh, right, yeah, right. Okay, because because you shouldn't have tested a vegetable, so if it tests positive, then it proves the tests actually probably don't work. Well, the, the thing is, they say that, that, that they're, only, they're only designed to be used on sort of humans, right? Not so goats. So if you start not goats, but if not you not pawpaws, not pawpaws, <laughs> not fucking engine oil, right? Not dogs, not fucking Red Bull, not, not cherry coke, coke not. Yep. But I was told, you were told, we were told by the fact checkers. Remember those, John? The fact checkers. That when we were doing this, we were um, we were breaking the tests, and therefore any result that came up was not valid. <laughs> These two things cannot be true at the same time, right? It's a logical fallacy. It's a logical fallacy. It is, because either we were absolutely fucking right to be showing the absurdity of all of this, or, or, tests are a load of shit. Tests are a load of shit. Speaking of the fact checkers, what about Reuters the other day? In what sense? What have they done? Well, they published now? an article, right, saying that such and such a battalion had had, had vanquished a, a a Russian, you know, whatever mm. battalion or whatever, and and supported it with pictures, right, of people with paintball guns <laughs> and paintball masks. It was like the fucking guys out the Big Bang Theory going to play paintball. And they're standing with their paintball guns and it's like, that's a fucking paintball gun. Even in the big air thing on top of it, you know, where, the, where yeah. you pressurise it. They're fucking paintball guns. So so the, the Ukrainians are so good at beating the Russians, they can do it with paintballs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I thought... And, and these guys, these guys have their own fact-checkers that they fund. Oh, yeah, and I was going to say to you, I thought that the uh, the wooden the wooden cutouts of guns, remember those? Standing there with their wooden cutouts. I thought they would be what takes it, but... 
Fucking no. paint, yeah, full paintballing paint gear. <laughs> Paintball mask. <laughs> Do you know the fucking stylized hockey mask? Yeah. Fucking full paintball mask. Not something you're going to go to war in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. Unbelievable. And it, well, it, I think everything that's going on at the moment is fucking unbelievable, don't well, you? So what's China doing with all the ships now? People are posting pictures of, of ship tracker or whatever it's called. Right. <laughs> with all these ships queued up in China, but are they queued up or is that just normal? See, I need to know what it was like before because I've never, believe it or not, I've never delved into ship tracker to the extent that I've looked at Chinese harbors to see how many ships there are. And notice I did say that I... I didn't say that I'd never been on ship tracker, <laughs> but, but I did say I've never delved into it to that depth. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know, I do like to check my sources now. <clears throat> yes, and that's something that I have. Uh, I have hammered home with you, isn't it, John? I have hammered it home with you. I have whipped you into shape, whipped you into line. Check yeah. your fucking so, sources. So the question is, what was it like before? Anyone out there ever had a look on the old ship tracker? Taking a few numbers down? <laughs> Different pad for your trains, perhaps? But <laughs> if, you've, if you've done that, let me know what it's like beforehand so we can know if this is a normal occurrence and people are just hyping it up. I'm sorry, are we boring you? Who, me? Yeah, yeah. I know, I medicated, I medicated about an hour too late, so it's all just kicking through now. Oh right, so normally it's kicked in, and yeah, you've you've offset it with Red Bull. Yeah, I'm not drinking yeah. Red Bull again. I'm back right, off it. Okay, right. So good, I've got to good. push on through. I got coffee. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, so yeah, if you if you know the difference between um, if there is a difference between what it should look like and what it looks like now, I'd be I'd be grateful if anyone could uh, help me out there. Right. Well, let's move on. It's like the shipping forecast on a Sunday. Dogger Bank. <laughs> they saw you all just there on big screen taking a lovely sip <clears throat> of that bishop's finger, John. I do like the old bishop's finger. He's always liked Russia. the old bishop's finger. Russia to withdraw from the World Trade Organization and the World Health Organization. Who would have seen that coming? Big shock! Yeah, I'm not, as the case may be. Um, so I, I think it's only sensible, given the way that Russia's being treated by the rest of the world at the moment, why would they want to stay in these organizations? Well, absolutely, why would they want to stay in these organizations? I mean, I don't think I would want to stay. I, I mean... If an organisation that I was a member of started treating me like absolute utter shit and bullying me, John, I'm not mm -hmm. sure I would want to stay a member of it. Would you? No, no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, Foxtrot Oscar, I'll do my own thing. No, I'll yeah. I'll buy my New Zealand lamb from New Zealand and not Can be forced to take it from... relate. <laughs> from Europe. <laughs> Can relate. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> yeah okay can relate so I can't see any problem with it from Russia's point of view and I can't understand why anyone would be surprised about them deciding to leave 
first of all, I don't think anybody's bullying Russia. I think Russia are ultimately being a fucking arsehole, right? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they are. But um, I, 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 everybody is against them. Everybody is is shutting them down. Well, right. So, so let's <clears throat> let's actually think about this, right? Since um, since the revel, I don't, I, I actually don't, I, I can't speak with a lot of authority here because my Russian history isn't great, right? But basically, since the revolution, Russia has been the kind of outsider in the world stage, yeah. you know, and it's been. It's been blamed, particularly after 1945, when they did help to rid, rid the world of the scourge that was Hitler, um, and then replaced it with <laughs> Stalin, who's <laughs> alleged to have killed how many? Was it 53 million or something? Well, I think the ideology behind <laughs> Stalin has killed 100 million in the 20th century alone. Yeah. Could be as much as 200 million, John. Yeah. But well, that's okay. Talk. That's okay because they were not Jews. <laughs> so, so anyway, Russia's always been the kind of bad guy, even after, even after Gorbachev, who was quite a, quite a, um, quite a mild chap, really, um, for a Russian, you know. Mm. He didn't really come down on the West hard, and it was him that the Berlin Wall fell under. Or he didn't fall under the Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall fell under his regime, <clears throat> and um, and and they've always still been the bad guys. They've always been the bad guys, and they've always been blamed for things that that yeah, people but... don't actually know who did it. You know, for instance, like election interference. Well, so, you have to you have to come from. So you me. can understand you can understand their attitude because they're getting picked on all the time. You have to come from the uh, point of view that there was election interference before you can even ascribe cause to anybody. Now, am I saying there wasn't election interference? There's interference in every fucking election. There absolutely is. Yeah. But um, to the extent that was alleged, nah, it was a hoax, wasn't it? 2016, it was a hoax. Yeah, it was a hoax. Yeah, it was. (laughs) And it was a, a, a pale shadow of what occurred in 2020. I would say so. I would say that postal voting... If there had been no postal voting, then Joseph R. Biden would probably not be the president right now. Put it that yeah, way. I would agree. I would agree. Mm. So, segueing on to Ukraine, which is quite near Russia, I believe. Mm. <laughs> so, that comes out as number... Well, in, it doesn't actually say what number it was. It said it's in the top three in the world. Yeah. Of what? I'm, I'm not sure. Of child porn suppliers. That why does that not surprise me? <laughs> so this country that everyone stands with is in the top three in the world for supplying child pornography. I'm assuming Serbia's right up there as well. Well, I, it didn't actually mention the other two. I'm not quite sure, but there you go. There you go. I didn't say Serbia was in the top three. I'm just saying they're up there. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, yeah, but but Ukraine is definitely in the top three. That doesn't so, surprise me. Doesn't surprise no, me I know. at all. I mean, Ukraine's just a cesspit. It's a cesspit of iniquity. Yeah, and it always has been. Yeah. And 
whilst okay if they are the victim in this war fine right if they are um and i i it's getting to the point now where i'm pretty certain i can cement the fact that there doesn't actually appear to be a victim um no that doesn't it's they're both just as bad as one another by the looks of it when you look at yeah. the when you look at the history of ukraine when you look at the history of russia they're just as bloody bad as one another the best illustration of what i saw today was two dogs mm. two dogs pulling at a ukrainian flag <laughs> the left dog had a russian flag on it mm-hmm. the right hand dog had a European flag. It could just as easily have been a Union Jack, I would surmise. Yep. Okay. And there was a third dog. Right. Who who was who had mounted the European stroke UK dog and was shagging it. <laughs> and that that to me sums it up completely. That's exactly <laughs> what is going on in Ukraine just now. <laughs> <coughs> Now, once again, we have to say we are not Putin apologists. We don't condone Putin. We don't condone Russia. He's a fucking nut job. That doesn't mean that Ukraine are the good guys. There no. simply are no good guys. There's it's no as simple as that. There are no good guys. And, and don't think even that the UK, Europe or America are good guys either because they're all had a hand in this and they've all got a part to blame. They've all had a hand in this and many other global atrocities. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. I think the United States is one of the one of the biggest dealers in global atrocities. Am I am I correct? Well, I, my understanding from my research was two hundred and two military incursions on foreign soil. Yep. From nineteen forty five. Okay, that, that means I've been in more than been in one country more than once because yep. they haven't actually been in two hundred and two countries because there aren't two hundred and two countries aren't. in the world. <laughs> so. So they've had quite a few military incursions and they do like to keep going back to the same countries. Some of them possibly in the Middle East and some of them in Southeast Asia. So Adam says in the <laughs> chat they need to have a celebrity death match between Zelensky and Putin. Do you remember that MTV show with the clay figures? Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin was often the referee, right? Yeah, that, that, that would be quick. Because I remember, was it Reagan and Gorbachev? Uh, they had a celebrity death match, didn't they? Yeah, but we need to do it without plastic figures. I kind of agree with him, right? And we can have actual Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, let's get it on! Let's get it on! I think Putin's right. Is, is he still alive, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Don't know. Chat room will tell us. Yes. Yes, yes, and, and, and I'm seeing what the Ukrainians do to the travelling community. Yeah, they're not... Um, I'm not great fans of the traveling community. They don't seem to be great fans of anybody but Ukrainians. For the yeah. most part. Yeah. I yeah, mean... Generally. I think it depends what part of Ukraine you're in. If you're in a kind of Russian area, then they kind of like the Russians as yeah. well. But apart from that, it's they're pretty much... Yeah, but from what I've seen, if you're in a Russian area of Ukraine, you think you're Russian. They don't want to be part of Ukraine. They don't. They, they do think they're Russian. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is fifty-seven years old, still kicking about. Oh, he's younger than me. How bad is that? That's shocking. I thought Stone Cold Steve Austin was older than me. And do you know what? <sighs> yeah, what? the man drank almost as heavily as you during his appearances on. <laughs> don't drink heavily. <laughs> Slamming his beers together. 
Uh, I say drag. The man wasted so much fucking beer. He really did, right? I remember once he came in, because I, 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 I used to watch the old wrestling when I was a kid. He came in on a fucking beer truck. <laughs> he was a duff. He was a duff beer guy, wasn't he? Really? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The dude, the dude liked his beer, and I wonder if you'll find out years down the line that every can that Stone Cold Steve Austin pretended to drink whilst actually just spilling it everywhere was non-alcoholic anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? Was. It was probably just flavored water or tea. But it was still, yeah. it was still impressive. It was still yeah, impressive. Was, the amount, the amount of the the amount of uh, beer, like I say, the amount of beer that the man alleged to have consumed is nearly as much as you consume on this show, so. <laughs> well, I have a reputation to uphold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, speaking of childborn, oh no, sorry, we're not. Um, we've now moved on to the Chief Constable of Humberside. Right. Right. <laughs> and I paraphrased it, right? I, I will tell you what I paraphrased it of as, and then what he actually said. I paraphrased that as common sense isn't a good thing for cops to have, right? Right. And he actually said common sense isn't a useful tool for a police officer to have in his box. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine saying that to Dixon of Doc Green? <laughs> I mean, the man was a paragon of common sense, was he not? The epitome of common sense. The yes. role model. He was common sense. Yes. And that, to me, was how a police officer should behave. He should be able to show initiative, and he should be able to use common sense. Mm. But nowadays, no, it's all, do this, do that. You know, pace says this, pace says that. Fill in the order, you know. Fill in the fixed penalty. Now I can't let you off, sir. You've been bad. You're getting a ticket, you know. You've been naughty. You've fought wrong. You've done yeah. wrong, think. Pre-crime. Pre-crime. You are about to commit a crime. <laughs> I saw that you was about to type the N-word. Yeah. No, I was going to type 99. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. I saw the N-I-G. I saw it. Yeah. And just saying to me that you'll see me next Tuesday does not make it any better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does not make it any better, sir. No better at all. Uh, Vaughn comes at us in the chat with a lovely fact about Stone Cold Steve Austin. It is real beer. Other wrestlers used to beg him not to cover them in beer, so he would go mental and drench them. Yeah, but you do know that the wrestling thing was all scripted. Yeah, of course, I don't know. I mean... Vaughn knows that as well. It was a show, you know. <laughs> this was a script, and they were they were working to a script. It was all make believe. Did you ever see the South Park episode where they, where they did? Never watched South Park. So they did pro wrestling. Uh, well, they started off as back. The kids started off as backyard wrestlers, and they'd create characters and storylines, and they were ridiculous. Like uh, Kenny, at one point, came out dressed as a woman and said he was pregnant, um, and stuff like that. We, we, uh, Doesn't seem that ridiculous, mate. I don't no. know what you're talking about. Cellini's. I, I think. I think you're. You've gone. You've gone off the rails there. You can't. You can't say that people can't identify as women and be pregnant. Cellini says, "Don't." 
first Vaughn's barrel. <laughs> oh, it's, it's good that people... In fact, somebody said that, and, and we're off script at the moment, but somebody said that on Twitter the other day about um, about people not behaving responsibly and not growing up and things like that. Yeah. And, and, and it, it, it came to me the other day when I was sitting in the car watching people, as sometimes I do, Mm-hmm. And I thought, why do so many grown men wear shorts, regardless of the weather? I know some people who these do that. These days, right? I know these some days. people who do that. Because you would never wear shorts once you were beyond the age of 11 or something like that in no. that day, right? Never. You, 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 were, not, you were a schoolboy if you wore shorts. And once you started wearing long trousers, you did not regress to being a schoolboy. I'm not going to so lie, John, theory, I quite like a pair of shorts. Yes, yes, okay, on holiday or when it's very warm, right? That's fine. But my my point is these guys who dress in shorts all the time are, are basically children and they're not prepared to grow up. That's my theory. And And actually, when you speak to most of the people in shorts, you might find that there is some substance in that theory. <laughs> I have a theory, John, and this relates to all of us. All right. Do you want to hear my theory? What? None of us ever grow up, John. None of us. We're all still children. We all still no. think like children. And we all pretend no, to be adults. Don't. It's not. It's not. I've tried. You can't play with Lego with the same intensity as you used to when you were a kid. Say that to my living room, John. No, no, yes, yes, I know, but there's a whole different ballgame within playing with Lego, right, and then building things properly out of Lego. That's a whole different ballgame. That's not two coins. That's not two coins of the same cheek. I'm not. I'm not so sure. I think he's reaching here. No, he's reaching out. He's reaching out, everybody. I don't think. um, I think it's true. I think it's true. I think I think they're they're regress or they're trying to keep their childhood. It's like dogs. I'll give you what an we've exa- done is we've bred dogs to remain as puppies because they never become wolves. I'll give you an example. And um, when they do become wolves, we put them down. I'll give you an example as to my own personal situation. Once again, I'm looking for every excuse to go out and play around at theme parks every minute of every day. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to. Because yes. Yeah, I know. You're a bit of a child. We don't grow up, right? Well, I think some of us do. I don't think you do. I think you're lying to yourself. I think you're lying to yourself. John, they all watched you play crazy golf. Yeah, I was playing crazy golf, yeah. But I wasn't wearing shorts. (laughs) How much fun were you having, John? Oh, it was all right. It was all right. Anyway, <laughs> shall we move on? Yes, let's. Let's move on. So we come to the dreaded monkeypox. Ooh. Ah, 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 ah. Monkeypox. <laughs> monkeypox. <laughs> so some clown on Twitter, some blue tech doctor guy says, crap, monkeypox, it's airborne, right? It's been proven to be viable in, in a rotating cylinder of air for some for like 48 hours. And I'm like, bullshit. This is absolute fucking bullshit. 
because monkeypox is endemic in Africa and has been because let's just say it's probably transmitted by sexual contact and it's not called monkeypox for nothing. <laughs> okay. So it's very difficult to transmit from human to human. Yes. And they have they have um all the cases so far appear to have been through gay sex. I mean I can neither confirm or deny what you have just said, but Well the if the case the well the cases that have been reported have all been through gay sex, right? Has the transmission uh, been proven to have occurred that way? It hasn't, but it hasn't been disproven, right? But that's the common denominator at the moment. And while correlation so use, does not prove causation... Use the term alleged, John. Yep. It is alleged. No, it's not alleged. Um, the, uh, the, the likelihood is that the transmission medium is through sexual contact, right? Right. And the, the sexual contact at the moment has all been amongst the gay community, and that's the community in which it's spreading. Okay, it's not in the heterosexual community. So uh, Adam says it's lethal. It's in the northeast. No, well, it's it's lethal in that one out of ten might die. Yeah, that's that's ten so percent. That's it's not it's not as bad as yellow fever. That's so way higher than the coof, John. Oh, way higher than the coof. Yeah, so way higher than the coof. Higher than flu as well. So. So we'll keep an eye on the monkeypox situation, shall we, John? Yes. And see if it develops into anything else. Remember Kawasaki disease, everybody? Who remembers Kawasaki <laughs> disease? We were told about it. We were warned about it. It was killing kids. Kawasaki disease. Uh, and this was just about a year and a bit ago, and it was yeah, said yeah. to have been brought on by the old coof, right? And like John says, it's just disappeared. It's gone. So, so the monkeypox... Um... The monkeypox is not, in my view, it's not airborne, and this guy is stirring the ship. Mm? And I don't know why he's stirring the ship, because it's a stupid thing, because he's, it's almost like he's trying to generate another pandemic or another fear porn episode. Yeah, it's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Exactly what it feels like. So, yes. Um, you'll probably find there have been instances of monkeypox anyway in the country. They just never get reported because they're so few and far between. Yeah, I mean, the and guy right that, now, anything... And the guy, that, the guy that came here came from Nigeria right. with monkeypox. But right now, anything reported as a strange illness is being hyped oh up in the media, isn't it? Oh my God! Deadly this, deadly that. Fucking, there's a new form of bee in the country, for fuck's sake. They've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Yes, so stay away from the monkeys. That's what I would say. Stay away. Monkeypox. Stay away from the monkeypox. Right, what's our next item for tonight, John? Spain. So, Spain doubled down on the UK by extending the requirement for to be vaccinated before you could go there on mm -hmm. a plane. But they've just gone and dropped all their border restrictions with the rest of the EU. Almost like they're discriminating against us, John. <laughs> well, almost, yeah. So they've um, they've dropped, but they're not discriminating against the English if you drive into Spain. Oh, that's right. You can drive in from uh, any 
landlocked EU nation, yeah, can't you? Basically, yeah, you can drive. Well, you can actually come in from Gibraltar now, and they won't even check you. Oh, so you could fly to Gibraltar, drive into Spain, and nobody would bother their butt. Well, I've, or I've you got... could fly to Portu- Portugal. And I've, to I've just had, I've just that. had an idea for episode one hundred, John. Mm. Spain via yeah. Gibraltar. Spain via Gibraltar. <laughs> That's an idea. Well, by the time we get to one hundred, we're not going to be able to do. I, I don't know if we're going to be able to do what we want to do. There yeah, is something yeah. we want to do. We won't say what it is, but there is something we want to do. Yeah. And I'm just not sure we're going to be able to, unfortunately. So there you go. That's Spain. And I did say to no, you earlier, no. didn't I? Didn't I say to you earlier on, I am itching to get on a plane. You did, yeah. So Spain, Spain, um, oh, and Greece have dropped their mask mandate on airplanes. Yes. Well, okay. So story time with Ben, ladies well, and gentlemen. But they only dropped. They only dropped it today. Today? Yeah. Right, so anyhow, my father-in-law, I will not name him, but my father-in-law. <laughs> you might not name him, but for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's not going to take a lot of tracking down to find he out your father-in-law. Abs- <laughs> he has absolutely no social media presence whatsoever. Yeah, yeah okay. Right. But my father-in-law flew back last friday from greece to the uk um now he flew with EasyJet. so and... so, so yes and i'm sorry i'll let you tell your story Carry well on. first of all they on the monday they flew into greece from the uk mm-hmm. and were told by EasyJet that there was no mask mandate and they were not required to wear a mask flying into greece from the uk and through border security so they did that they were not required to do so. They flew in. They went through the airport. No problem. No mask. Obviously, no proof of the old yabby yabby stabby. Right? Then, on the way home, they were stopped on the tarmac, essentially, by the cabin crew and told, we're not going anywhere until you all mask up. Flying into the UK. Right? Now, this man has severe, and I mean severe, emphysema. He struggles to breathe at the best of times when he's trying to talk. Um, he's not quite yet on oxygen, but it's not far off. And this was relayed to them. And still, they said this plane will go nowhere unless you put on a mask. And so they made him fly all the way back from Greece, masked up and unable to breathe. Now, I've not been the biggest fan of my father-in-law over the years. We are we we have a better relationship now. We all do, but still, this is fucking outrageous. It is fucking outrageous. And and it would appear then that EasyJet have done it exactly the wrong way round. From what I understand, yes. Yeah. So so what happened? Did the, did they just suddenly think? Oh, hold on. They should have been wearing masks on the way out, so we'll make them wear masks on the way in. You tell me, man. You tell me. But uh, I, I, I kicked off at EasyJet on Twitter, as you saw. Yeah. Um, and EasyJet have actually uh, contacted me and uh, have asked for all of his details and his flight details and said they're going to look into it. And, I, and I've given them all to them, so we'll see what happens there. I'll yeah. keep you. I'll keep you updated on the situation. But even if they had quote unquote done it the wrong way around. Coming into Maybe the... you could ask them if they'd like to come on and explain it. That would be uh, would be a question I would like to relay. 
Yes, because quite frankly, uh, despite the fact that even if there was a quote-unquote mandate flying back into the UK, which there isn't, but even if there was, mm-hmm. the UK's laws were very clear on exemption. And yeah, yeah they were. He declared exemption. He told yep. them his entire situation. I have emphysema. I can't breathe very well. And still they said, nope, you're going to put on this blue surgical mask or else we're not flying. And that really pisses me off because I've actually sung EasyJet's praises a few times when it comes to masks. Yeah, Because I've done it myself, right? And I've declared exemption myself. And I've flown no issues at the height of all of this. Yeah, is it like like everything else? In what sense? Does it really just depend on who you get on the day? It may well. It may well. For all we know, and uh, one thing I can say for sure is it definitely was not the cabin crew that I had. Uh, And I had the same cabin crew both ways, luckily, when I when i flew mask free and so they were they were very happy to see me i was very happy to see them and the free drinks on easyjet continued and i don't know if you've ever flown fucking easyjet before but getting a free drink oh. is not something that, that happens lightly they gave me a free drink because they get stuck in Luton for six hours because of fog they gave me like three free cans of coke each way on a 30 minute flight yeah yeah anyway moving on moving on Scotland. Oh no, no, we're not on Scotland yet. We're on the USA. The United States of America. So apparently, right, Mm -hmm. the USA will need around 65,000 new pilots by 2024. Colour me shocked. So And there's what not the enough. Fuck to, are they going to do? There's not there's enough not time enough. between now and then to train that many no, people. No, there's not. There's only two years left. Let's see. And we will not go into why that is. Or what we will leave it at is, you know why that is. <laughs> yeah, you know why that is. <laughs> you know why that is. That's what so, we will say. You know, I know, he knows, we know why that is. The dog knows why that is. I know. 65,000 pilots. Just let that sink in. Exactly, Shalini. Now, Climate change. So some of some of them will be as, uh, as normal attrition due to retirement. Yeah. But that's an awful lot. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, like Vaughn says, they need diverse pilots too, John. You've got to remember that they got some quotas to fill, some boxes yeah. to tick, and um, yeah, um, like I say, we are seeing pilots with heart issues uh, regularly in the United States now. I wouldn't want to ascribe cause here on the show, and, but you and, know why that is. Yeah, and you must remember that just just flying increases your chances of getting a, a um, of getting the climate change of getting the climate change thrombosis of climate change a climate yeah, change thrombosis flying, flying right so anyway because remember we used to wear like compression socks and things like that on airplanes yeah yeah, yeah. right anyway moving on uh, the bastard son is indeed in the US how did it get there <laughs> we got there on a plane didn't it but so the bastard son's in the US. Well, like a mini toy not... plane. 
yeah, I don't know. I don't quite know what she's doing there, right? But she appears to be fucking winding people up about independence, joining NATO and protecting the world's oceans. So she's on a Nicola Sturgeon tour? <sighs> yeah. So she's yeah. Me! 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 <laughs> but more to the point, we'll look at the one of the bastard son's actions here in Scotland. What has she done now? Well, she basically nationalised ScotRail. Right. So ScotRail Did she have the authority to do that? Well, I, I, I guess so, because basically they've taken over the trains. Mm. <laughs> so, if you go on a night out to Edinburgh, maybe yeah. even the theatre or a concert, yeah. right, the last train back from Edinburgh to Glasgow is at 10.15. Oh, <laughs> how the fuck do you get back to Glasgow on a train? I don't know. You go on a night out to Edinburgh. I'm not too right? sure, but um, you if tell that, me. The the fucking schedule has gone awry. Yeah, I'd say big, so. Big big way, right? I'd say so. So and and it's no it's no better going north. So going north, it's just as bad. Yeah. So one has to question why, and then. The other thing that's happening is you're getting an awful lot of you get an awful lot of cancellations at short notice. Yeah. With staff being unavailable or unwell. Ah. Mm-hmm. You know why? You my, know why? Yeah, you do. You do know why. So my um my wife was at the SECC with um, Sean watching Jeff Dunham. Oh, yes, with uh, Ahmed the de- Dead Terrorist. Yep, yep, and, and other people, or other dummies. Uh, and anyway, <clears throat> our train, the train they were going to get back, and there's normally a train comes back here every 15 to 20 minutes from Glasgow. Right. So the train they were going to get was cancelled. Well, okay. Like five minutes notice. So they had to wait uh, nearly an hour for another train. Yeah. So, you know why? Yes, you know why. Was there a lack of drivers, John? Mm-hmm. You know why? Yep. You know why? So, Scotland's trains are a mess. Just want to take a, a brief moment to say good evening to our lurkers on YouTube, and I hope you're reporting back well. Let's remove. Let's move on. <laughs> Moving on, we now have Twitter. We yep. go to Twitter, the little bluebird, and <laughs> and there's a couple of things happened recently. One of their senior engineers has been a bit of a been a, a bit of an arse, really. He's been think. exposed by Project Veritas. Yes, has he's he been not, a bit John? Of an arse. Yes, he's been a bit of an arse. He he he, he mocked Mister Musk's Aspergers. He did. Yes, which is not a good thing to do because. Uh, in this day and age, one should not be picking on the disabled. Believe me, can relate, John. Can so should, relate. Should not be picking on the disabled, and, and that's right, lurkers should not be picking on the disabled. Can should, should, relate. Should not. Um. So yeah. So so this guy. Um. What else did he say? He, he, he mocked his Asperger's and said that Twitter were indeed communists. Right? Yes. 
We, and we had know. No, no interest in free speech. And while he was not, he was not a board member as as reported by some people. He was just a senior senior engineer. Senior right? engineer. So he admitted that yeah, they are all communists and they have no fucking interest in free speech. And yes, we know this. Which which is as, really really as problematic. Victims, as being victims of Twitter. Yeah. We, we know that they are certainly not um, for free speech. Do you want me to tell you why that's problematic, John? Yes. Go on. The reason that's problematic is that Twitter is a publicly traded company, and it's even though their shares have been suspended currently because of the offer made by Elon Musk, mm -hmm. they are a publicly traded company, and the board serve at the pleasure of the shareholders. And the board's only job is to make those shareholders money. That's correct. But but uh, let answer this question for me if you can. If you can remember back to those heady days when Twitter was first launched, what was it that Twitter used to call itself? The home of? Free speech. The home of free speech, John. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently not. Apparently it was just a tagline. <laughs> it, was the, it was the carrot, wasn't it? It was the carrot. <laughs> come on, come on. Come on, come on! It was the carrot, and 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 so, th then the and then the and stick then. came along. The band stick came along. <laughs> the band stick. So, and then, what does Twitter now say? So Twitter that's gone from we will not be subject to a hostile takeover, and mm -hmm. now saying that Elon Musk must. By Twitter, they will force them to complete the deal. <laughs> so we've gone from no, you can't buy Twitter. It will it will cause a meltdown amongst the left. To yes, you must buy Twitter. <laughs> Do you want to know why so they're the doing that, John? Is, how many bots are there out there? That's it. Well, it was discovered today that 50%, maybe even more, of President Joseph R. Biden's followers are bots. I would ask how many of his voters were. <laughs> and we can ask. We can ask. Because you know why! <laughs> that 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 phrase is now very interchangeable i think <laughs> yeah it's, yeah because so, uh, yeah yeah so 50 percent of joseph R. biden's followers appear to be bots much like his voters and now that i've cut and, this uh, up i'm like that was actually a pretty useful bit of kit what was that lanyard i like lanyards i just cut one to pieces with stanley knife why would you cut it up then if you it was, it. i don't know anyway um, so With there something you go. to Twi do, John. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter's now changed its tune, and Elon must buy them. We, you must buy us. Yeah. We want the money after all. We, oh, yeah. Because otherwise, our shareholders are going to sue us. And in fact, yes. if if this continues any oh, longer, if so, this it, continues any longer, and the SEC do get involved, and they look at the the claims oh. that Twitter has made, and uh, the the way they have lied to advertisers over the years. Um, I, think, I think the word the word you might be looking for might actually be fraud. I think the word I'm looking for is soap on a rope. Yeah, well, yeah, because this this is a criminal act under Absolutely. the terms of the F, F, um, FCC. Yeah. Absolutely.
Um, so I think that there could be many people working within Twitter. If if this all comes to fruition and it really is twenty percent plus bots, um, uh, there could be some there could be some 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 jail time occurring, my friend. Mm-hmm. And guess yep. who's not going to jail over it all? Elon sodding. Yeah, I guess where the price is going to go. So he will ultimately end up closing at the bargain basement price. Yeah, yeah, he will pay a lot less. Okay, well, well, I'll buy, I'll buy your company. Uh, I can't really do his accent. His accent's really weird. But um, I buy it at the bargain basement price. Uh, Yeah, I'm not giving you fifty-four billion. I don't know who you are, but you're not Elon Musk. I tell you who I am, John. You're who are you? Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I don't reckon Nancy Pelosi either. <laughs> anyway, moving on before this goes down dark routes that we don't want to. We've already <laughs> gone down those roads, John. Uh, what about what about Canada? Now this might oh, this might not Canada. Look, this. I will be up front here. I'm not fact checked this one because of my hastily made list. Okay, <laughs> but I included it for its comedic value. Is this the thing about Ukrainians? No, 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 no. This is about Canada and planes. Hey, right. We're back on aircraft, right? Oh, is this the uh, possibly putting people at the back of the bus job? Yeah, this is this is the resurrection of the smoking section. <laughs> You'll not remember the smoking section of this aircraft, could this you? could be a joke, by the yeah, way. It could be, but do you remember when the back of the aircraft used to be the smoking section? I, I, the first time I flew, the people were still <laughs> able to smoke on the on the plane. And, and and do you remember when the bus used to be like that as well? Yeah. Do you remember when restaurants used to be like that? When the pub used to be like I, or, or half the cinema. Half the half cinema the could cinema. smoke, yep. and the other half, and the other half could enjoy passive smoking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know what? I used to love going for a meal, sitting there, oh, chilling out, man. and then just getting a cigarette out at the table. It's just fucking disgusting. <sighs> you know what? See when they banned. See when the the first time I actually experienced this was in New York. When right. We went into a pub, and the and smoking had been banned in New York pubs. Okay. Before it had been before it was even thought about in the UK. Boo! Uh, and I went into a pub in New York, and and we we had a few drinks and things, and we came out, and we're like, "Wow, we don't stink." <laughs> yeah, but John, yeah. that was part you know and parcel of going no, to but, the pub. Yeah, but you know what? See, after they banned smoking in pubs, and I'm not a smoker, right? There was two big pluses for me. One, right. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to wash my clothes in, like, bleach to get rid of the stench, okay, Uh after a night out. And two, I never had the same strength of hangover. Huh? Because of all the pass, I put it down to the passive smoking. I put it down to paranoia, John. No, I put it down to passive smoking because I'm not a smoker. So I was in an atmosphere where it was freaking laden with nicotine. Yeah. Yeah. So I put it down to that. It's not paranoia. It's a drug that affects you. I'll tell you what, I was the day before the smoking ban. Uh, I went to Fort Park with my friends, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I 
how old was I? I was probably 18, just just maybe, maybe 16, 16, 18. But we had a thought park. We went on the train. And next to Stained Railway Station, if you go over the bridge when you get off, there's a little, there's a little taxi rank. He's got a little office, and he was always offering deals, you know, £7 a car for up to six people to go to Fort Park, which is, you know, ter not terrible. Um, so so we would do that. And we're in there, and he comes running around. He goes, are you smokers? And we went, yeah. And he went, one second. He ran behind the counter, got out a fuck ton of ashtrays, handed them over to us and said, get it done before they ban you. <laughs> what, what, so had it been banned or had it not been no, banned? No, it was the day before the ban. Oh, right, the day, okay. So he's handed us out ashtrays yeah. in his little taxi office, going, smoke up, boys, smoke up. So, I mean, Cellini's with me on this one because... There's nothing worse. There was nothing worse than coming back from the pub and literally having to go for a shower. I tell you, I, your bed. I do tell you, a, a positive for the nightclubs of smokers, right? Mm -hmm. They did not have to invest in smoke machines, John. Yeah, <laughs> true. That would be about it. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was. Um, that was interesting. Well, I will so chuck the, something the resurrection, in. The resurrection of the smoking section. I will chuck something in. The unvaccinated in the back of the plane. So, could, could you just explain to me how that works? Uh, well, I, I think it's parody. Yeah, but, but is it? Because it might be real. It well, well real. I'll chuck something in, which, once again, yeah. I admittedly have not fact-checked, but I believe is something that needs to be brought to the fore, shall we say. Yeah. So, it looks like with Canada, um, and once again, I need to deep dive into this, but it looks like, possibly, they are going to allow untreated Ukrainians to enter and exit the country. Oh, the, I, I believe that's true. I believe that is true. Yeah. So, but, but at will. So, if you're a Ukrainian and you want to jump on a plane and go on holiday yeah. to the States, yeah. Yeah, because you can do that. It was only like twenty eight percent of the Ukrainians. Well, I don't know if you can go on a holiday to the states, but you can go to Canada. No, no, you can enter and exit the country at will on planes, so you can go where you want. Exit Canada. as well. Yes, Canada. Canada. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean the states would let you in because you're still on the two vax rule. Yeah, but I imagine they're not for Ukrainians. Again, I imagine oh, they've got an exemption. One doesn't know that yet. One doesn't, one know, doesn't that, know that. No. Why the fuck do Ukrainians get an exemption? Uh, you, right, so it's either a fucking deadly virus or it's not. Exactly. We're going to have to take us off YouTube now. Well, no, because it's either a deadly virus or it's not. That's a question, right? Yeah, okay. Right, that's, a, okay. that's a question. Yes, YouTube censors. That is a question. Is it a deadly virus or is it not? Well, this is it. That is a question that is one that we are asking and it is not one that we are asserting or ascribing an answer to. Right, yes. and so if they try to go for us, we will appeal because we yeah. have not said anything along those lines. Uh, but but the point is that it it simply says can enter and exit at will, which yeah, means and yet so so the the uptake in Ukraine is only like twenty eight percent. Yeah, about that. Yeah, right, and that's probably got egg on it. I imagine so. Yeah, so it's probably a lot lower. I mean, because I mean they're talking about what they reckon there's about nineteen million people. In the UK, didn't have it. I think it could be higher. Yeah. So, so there you go. I mean, I have. I, I know many people who haven't. 
we've squandered a lot of money on 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 treatments that are never going to be used and going to have to be banned. Well, they're going to have to be binned, aren't they? Because you know yeah. these things they do have a sell by date. They have a shelf, shelf they life. Have a shelf yeah. life. And, and and when it started, it was only something like seventy days. And it had to be kept at minus 70 degrees, but now it's like... Oh, oh my God, yeah. It. It's the same you can thing. You keep it in a regular fridge. It's, it's the same it's product. Same product. Keep it, keep it in a regular fridge for six months now. <laughs> Shalini says, because some folk have had one or two and then no more. No, we're talking about people who haven't had one, Shalini. Uh, in the general population, and that includes little children as well. I mean, yeah, from what... Yeah. You've got to take about what ten. From what I understand, ten million the, off for kids. The uptake for parents to their five to eleven year olds is tiny. Seven, seven percent. I it's heard tiny. Yeah. Um, and, and that's teeny, teeny, teeny. tiny. <laughs> and you will make of that number what you will. If you think that's a good thing, then please let us know. Uh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I... You know what I mean. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> Should be that a thumbnail. <laughs> thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go, indeed. Shall we move on <clears throat> to your next list item, Mr. Porter? Pure Bloods. Yes, yes, we should. Sri Lanka. Shrinker. Formerly known as Salon. Salon. Yeah. Salon. Remember Salon? No? It was a country? Salon. Salon. C-E-Y-L-O-N. Salon. 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 Then, then became known as Sri Lanka. Right. Home of him. Home, uh, Arthur C. Clarke made it his home. Before right. He, you know, the famous science fiction. I'm, I'm aware, yeah. Um... <laughs> So, what the hell's going on out there? They've gone nuts. They've um, they've just about run out of fuel. Yes. So they're dumping all their politicians' cars in the in the ocean or the river. Fantastic. They're beating their politicians up. I hold no um, opinion. Yep. Um, they're not happy bears. The place is going to shit in a shovel. So basically, what you're telling me is—is uh... is it coming here? That's the question. Well, it all depends on whether or not... Well, I mean, we're looking at inflation of around 9%, aren't we? Uh, which oh, is... I saw 11 today. Okay, 11% then. So we, we, we are looking, I think, down the barrel of hyperinflation at the moment. Mm. Um, and if we get to that point, I mean, 11% is, is unsustainable as it is. But if we get to the point of hyperinflation, then the answer will be yes. I mm. believe that will come here. Because people <laughs> will have no other option. Yeah, yeah, they won't. Now he's on the water, look. I need to go and get more beer. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like... <laughs> Someone said something on Twitter and I said, what did you expect? You cannot pause the economy and expect no consequences. Well, yeah. I you just can't do it. Well, it, well exactly. It, it, even for three weeks, you can't pause the economy but and do you know expect what? to have no consequence. As somebody who sort of knows what he's talking about in this field, right? 
I, 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 I think I might as well. Yeah, but I screamed <laughs> this from the rooftops. Yeah. And I cited my credentials while screaming this from the rooftop. And they'd say, oh, you're just, you're just a, a, an economist or you're just a money man. And uh, you just care about money and you don't care about lives. And I'm sitting there screaming money, healthcare. Well, None of this happens we, without we money. We continually pointed this out that without a, a working economy, people will die. Yes, and it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but when your health service is collapsing because you can't find the money to fund it, when the 40,000 plus people who were not screened for cancer who should have been yeah. finally start kicking the bucket. Yeah. What do you think well, is going to happen? It's, it's, it's even like, I, I pointed out in April 2020, I pointed out to someone that whatever actions the government took, it had consequences. Yeah. Right? So when we're not allowed out, and we're not, remember, we weren't allowed to buy clothes. What the fuck was all that about? Yeah, no, right? it was even worse in Wales, where they yeah, literally no, but, no, taped you, over you, the clothes and toys. Well, you couldn't buy toys in Scotland either. Well, you could. You, you couldn't could, buy non-essential goods, but so you, you could only buy food. But so you couldn't go in the supermarket, go in the toy aisle and buy no, toys? No, no, the toy aisle was screened off. And no, You couldn't buy toys, you couldn't us. buy books, you couldn't buy stationery. You couldn't buy clothes. We didn't right? experience that. I mean, oh, they, no, they, we, we, we had that in Scotland. They right? tried so it. You, oh, no, they, they did that in Scotland. You couldn't buy any of these items. It was all screened off, right? Right. So you, could only, you could only go into the supermarket and buy food. And this was in April 2020, right? <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story, actually, about April 2020. And... Yeah. And I said, right, so the thing is, we can't buy clothes, right? Yeah. So you can't buy a pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. Right, those jeans are made by a factory in India, mm -hmm. right? Where some guy or woman or child is making a pair of jeans at minimum wage, mm -hmm. right? When that factory can't sell its jeans, it stops making jeans. Mm -hmm. That child doesn't get any furlough, right? Unlike nope. you, that child get or that woman or man gets fuck all. They get yep. told come back once the factory opens again. Yep. So they go back to their ghetto, and they literally die because they don't have any money. Yep. It's as simple as that. It, the it, actions that we take here have consequences across the world. It's it's economically. It's, well, it was estimated that uh, it was it was roughly in in the short term a quarter of a million third world deaths uh, directly caused by Western lockdowns, right? Um, yeah. Because of those knock on effects, those yeah. people don't matter though, do they, John? They they no. No, I, I, no. In fact, it could have been as many as two hundred and fifty million. <sighs> I would have they're to just, get my. They're not the sums right. Yes. They're not in the right diversity range, are they? No, um, they're they're not they're not Western. It's as simple as that. The West only really right. They they claim to care about the third world, etc., but they don't. The West cares about the West. Um, can I go? Can I go for a pee pee? No, you can't. I need to. I need to. I'm sorry, I, but I shouldn't really drink beer. I'm sorry, but that's that's not professional, John. I, I know it's. You're right. It's not professional, and I apologise to all the staff. All the staff. Sorry, I apologise to all the listeners. Give them, you're on big screen now, John. Give them a proper sorry. I'm. I'm sorry. I need to go to the toilet. <laughs>
Okay, that'll do. Off you go. myself. Off you go. Go on. You're okay. And he's gone. So I'll give you a quick story, actually. I'll give you a quick story about April 2020. So I went to my local Morrison's. And people were saying, oh, only buy essentials, only buy essentials on, on the old Tinternet. And so I was in Morrison's and Easter had just passed and they were doing the Easter reductions and they were selling Capri's cream eggs for 5p. 5p. So I bought, I don't know, 200 of them? Put them in the trolley in boxes. And um, took a picture, put it out to who are no longer my friends. And I said, only the essentials on the tweet. Only the essentials. And the hellstorm that rained down upon me. People go, those aren't essential. Chocolate's not essential. Cadbury's cream eggs are not essential. Um, I decide what's essential. I don't even eat the shit, right? I don't eat... I I barely eat sweets. I, I eat sweets on occasion, um, but it has to be... It has to be when I'm really in the mood for them. But wife likes them. Kids like them. Family likes them. Dropped a load off to, to my grandmother. And um, it was essential. It was essential to make them feel better about themselves. Make them feel better about the situation that they were in. To enjoy a bit of chocolate. But all of those people, the salt, ladies and gentlemen, it flowed. The salt flowed all the way through Twitter. That's not essential. Well, Neva was driving uh, over 100 miles to pick up a coffee table that I like the look of on the internet. But, you know, needs must, right? Needs must. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's one good thing I will say about April, March, April 2020. Driving on the M25, you were able to sort of just zoom from lane to lane using it like a racetrack. And I'm sure they were watching me on the traffic cameras going, what is this asshole doing? But I was having a great time. I was having a great, great time. And obviously, I managed to pick up at the end of it a wonderful, wonderful coffee table that was completely non-essential. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, he hath relieved the bladder. I have. I have relieved the bladder and replenished the stock. Are you back on the bishop's finger, John? No. What's, what's, what's it now? Come on. Show him. It's, it's a hobgoblin ruby. You shake your head? I'm shaking my head. Why? Because I'm drinking coffee for fuck's sake. Coffee! Yeah, you've been good. It's not it's not only me that's been good, but I don't know, the beer was there and I thought I'll have it. Fair enough, John. Fair enough. Right. I've been good. I haven't drank since last Saturday. I've lost loads more weight and I don't know why. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. You went through this last year as well, remember? Yeah, I did. And you know what? I'll go through it again and again and again until I am I'm, I am the ideal weight. Now, I've not been very well these last few days, and that's probably something to do with it. I have been pretty much bed-bound for a couple of days as well. Um, but I, am, I, I have managed to drag myself out here to do this show with you. I kept myself in pretty much in bed pretty much up until the early afternoon today. 
to make sure I was in tip-top condition. Then I went to B&Q and I got complimented greatly on my facial hair. Um, and then I uh, I had a bath and once I'd had that lovely hot soak in the bath, I sort of started to feel a bit human again. And here we are. Jolly good. Jolly good, Jolly good. indeed. Let's move on. Yes, let's move on. So I'd like to tell you a story. I'll put you on big for the story. Okay, so this is, um, I was listening to No Agenda Show, which is a podcast by Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. You mean, um, you mean Devoked? Devoked? I don't know. Dvorak. Dvorak. That's a real name. Dvorak, yeah. Yeah. He just, he, he, well, he used to write for PC World. He was quite a uh, PC, yeah, PC World magazine. He needs to change his name. Dvorak. Yeah, have you never heard of the Dvorak keyboard, Adam? The Dvorak keyboard? It's not him, no. It's a different Dvorak. Believe There's more than fucking one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D-V-O-R-K-A-K. -K, I think. Something like that. Dvorak. Right. Right, anyway. Anyway. So they have a few, they, these guys are pretty good. You should listen to No Gender, they're quite good. They're probably better than we are. <laughs> they, they've, they've, they've only done in the region of 1500 shows, so. Pretty well seasoned then, pretty well seasoned. Mm -hmm. Know what they're doing. Yeah, and they, um, they work only on a um, donation basis. So if you'd like to support Chasing Descent, you can do so at... No, no, no. <laughs> fucking asshole! Well, do it now. I've started, so you finish. No, I'm going to mute the mic. You can do the spiel, tell the story. I'm going to make a coffee. So, from as little as one pound a month, please, please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Chasing Descent or subscribestar.com Remember, from as little as £1 a month, we would really appreciate your support to continue giving you the value that you value. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> um, so the, the theory, the theory is that the New World Order and what's happening is coming about and the, the people in charge or the people at the top, i.e. the World Economic Forum and and the WHO and whatever, and Gates and all that, have, have actually thought this through quite well. And what they're trying to do is to get you to get rid of your own governments. So the only option is to get one world government. And that actually works if you start thinking about it. Because what's happening just now is everyone's calling for their own governments to be replaced. Because they've all fucked up, haven't they? So they're trying to get us to get rid of our own governments. So he can't, he, he can't respond because he's making coffee. Um, but I think that there's some validity in this. 
Yeah, I think there might be some validity in this. Could you think about it? I myself have been voracious in my attack on the government because they are incompetent. Having said that, that's not a new thing for me because I've always thought government's incompetent. But um, but more and more people are calling on the government um, to, to be replaced. Now, there's no point in switching Labour for, for, for Conservative because uh, literally it is two cheeks of the same butt. Um, so the question is, if you're gonna if you're gonna replace a government, what would you replace them with? And what these people are gonna suggest is that you replace it with a benevolent dictator, perhaps, in the form of one world government run by the WEF, the WHO, or dare I say it, the United Nations, and or Bill Gates, because who is the biggest funder of the United Nations? Yeah, it was, um, because Trump stopped funding them, remember? Well, he also stopped funding the UN. So, there you go. So, um, the question is, is that what is in store for us? And how do we circumvent that? Because then, what we, well, what I would call for is is do away with big government, yeah, or reduce it to an extent that it's basically only dealing with the very essential things that big government need to deal with. And those very essential things to me are defence um, and, and foreign relations. Anything other than that, you really don't need them to be involved in. So everything else can be done locally. Housing, transport, school, education health it can all be done locally right so there's no reason for there to be big government you don't need you don't need the nhs to be run by england it can be run locally for its local people and it would probably be more efficient and work better so my view would be to cut down government keep government but cut it right back to its bare essentials i agree i i absolutely agree with you i'm back now ladies and gentlemen I have made the coffee. The coffee is made. Um, John was privy to the entire audio of me making the coffee. He heard the grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
take his legally mandated break. Yes. <laughs> Whether he needs it or not. Yes. <laughs> it is that time of the day. And if you are at work, so the que- the you question pull is, a sickie. Should I become a lorry driver? No. Well, I, I need to make money somehow, and this isn't doing it yet. I mean, you've got the license for it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you do that, then how are we supposed to do this? Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I mean, I don't know. I, I need to make some money. Yes, and so perhaps we need to start getting the merch up for sale, John. The merch! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's do that. I'll get a merch. You've got, got to match organized over the next couple of days. I was so. going to say you've got to get your ass into gear because we're we're yeah, having we it we're having it made, aren't we? Yeah, we can we're... get a shop up and running. Yeah, but... We can take orders and then get them made. So it'll be, it'll be no problem. We'll get it done. We just need to put a price on it. Yeah, I'll have a chat with you. You can't put a price on love, John. <laughs> can't put a price on love. <laughs> I think Amber Heard would disagree with you. <laughs> oh, is that on the list? No, no, it's not. I've been watching that shit. Oh, have you? I haven't. Oh my god. Is it good? Well, define good. Is it entertaining? Well, put it this way. If the jury are believing what this woman is saying, fucking shame on them. Uh, shame on I've them. Anyone that says Johnny Depp's got this in the bag? Well, he's definitely won in the court of public opinion, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, all of the trends are things like hashtag... You get the occasional hashtag I stand with Amber Heard trending, but then if you go and look on it, it's people taking the piss out of hashtag I stand with Amber Heard. Whereas yeah. hashtag Amber Heard is a liar has trended. Uh, hashtag uh, Amber Turd has trended several times. <laughs> and that's because she <laughs> left him a present upon his bed. Um... Do you know about the present, John? She shot the bed. She shot on the bed. Yeah, she yeah. she did. She shot on the yeah, bed. That's just gross. She she fucking exploded the end of his finger. That's all. It's all like. It's just classy, isn't she? Well, she's doing everything she can to save what little career she's got. Right. Um, I believe. There's been a crisis meeting over the last couple of days at Warner Brothers to discuss editing her completely out of the new Aquaman film and firing her completely. She has been let go summarily uh, in all but name by the brand L'Oreal. So she's no longer uh, representing them. Basically, every opportunity this woman had, be it acting, brand ambassadorial stuff, is the doors are all closing. Yeah. And they're closing fast because, yeah. let's face it, she's I, you know I can't say definitively that she's lying because I wasn't there but as somebody who knows what this sort of thing is like well, let's just say she doesn't come across as truthful perhaps uh, not at all she's she needs to go back to acting school that's for sure she uh, is just I mean she's perjured herself in the UK she's quite literally perjured so they had a UK trial um last year and she said under oath in the high court here in the, here in london that she had donated her entire seven million dollar divorce <gasps> settlement to uh to to charity and she doesn't uh, she has uh, summarily admitted she has not donated even really 20 percent of that oh my god to charity 
Um, and like I say, she 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 stated under oath in the High Court here in London that she donated the entire seven million dollars. She hasn't. And then when uh, Camille Vasquez, uh, Johnny Depp's attorney, got it out of her, the exchange is something to behold, John. It is something to behold. <laughs> because Camille is saying to her, you stated that you donated the entire $7 million uh, to charity. That is not true, is it? And Amber simply keeps responding, yes, it is true. I have pledged the $7 million. And then she turned around and said, I use pledge and donated synonymously. To which Ooh. Camille snapped back so beautifully and just went, I don't. <laughs> I mean, this woman, Camille Vasquez, who has cross-examined Amber Heard for Johnny Depp, she is a lion. She didn't do amazingly well for the first half of yesterday, but she closed strong. And I think she has, I, I mean, the way she closed, uh, it was, I, I forget the exact question that was asked, but Amber repeated, well, answered, the man who beat me up and Camille's closing statement, the man you beat up. Nice. I mean, this woman is... You know, if I wasn't married. <laughs> right, back to the list. Back There's to only the list. Three items list left. Oh well, I'd I'd say we've uh, we've stretched it out quite well. Yeah. So, um, JHB stands with the treatment. Explain. Well, someone tweeted center if you didn't think it worked you would stay that because they were they were mocking um talk radio is it talk radio she's with talk tv officially now talk, well yeah talk radio talk tv they were mocking talk tv and ghb and that ghb has got quite a strong um attack on the treatment at the moment compared to talk radio right stroke, talk tv and um and she said something that tended to indicate that she might not believe that the vax worked. And someone said, well, if you, if you didn't think that you would say it. And she said, no, if I, if I thought that I would say it. Okay. But she didn't say it. So she stands with it. Well, let her at the end of the day, right. I'm not interested in where in where she stands. I'm not I'm not interested in really her anymore. She was semi good on restrictions well, and, think, and other I things think like that. Um, I I've always thought she's been a bit vacuous. I think that she's uh, they're allowed to say certain things. They're not allowed to say certain things. Yeah, I think it's yeah, as simple I, as that. I think I think um you know what if you have if you stand up for what you believe is right then you would say what you would anyway. You wouldn't you wouldn't well you know if you if you really believe it mm. don't don't fix your mustache for god's sake man you look like a fucking walrus that better yeah yeah so if if you truly believed what you stood for you wouldn't 
you wouldn't say that just to keep your job. So Shalini says because, in the chat, funnily enough. you got to remember, you got to remember that when you say things like that, as a person of influence, people will go out and take that, you know? Well, and I... you know, you know what that means. You know why! But as people of, of minuscule, minute influence, mm-hmm. and what I say to people is this, when it comes to any medical treatment procedure, whatever. But we've always said that. And this is why I don't understand why. Why? Am I allowed to finish? We get, we get, well, yeah, okay, you may, you may, but why do we get accused of medical misinformation when we've always said up front and right there across the board, make up your own mind? Well, well, we've always said to people, and I will continue to say to people that you need to do whatever research you need to do to come to whatever conclusion you need to do, yep. be that talking to your medical practitioner, be it talking to or, or consulting uh, whatever. But we we will not influence your decision either way on whatever medical treatment you do or do not wish to have. It is entirely up to you. It is entirely your body. We are fucking pro-choice here, right? Mm-hmm. We are we are just simply do as you wish to do with your body, and if that involves uh, a consequence either way uh, to yourself because of that decision medically, then that is something that that you must also. Uh, consult or whatever but uh, if there are to be any consequences from outside of that medical treatment uh, such as societal consequences or legal consequences for either having or not having uh, that is not something that i can uh, i can i can sit here and agree with it's as simple as that absolutely everybody's body is their body and they need to make whatever decision they need to make their choice and people will say, and you won't say the same thing about abortion. No, their body, their choice. Their body, their choice. And and ultimately, right, people will say, oh, no, you're pro-choice. Uh, well, actually, my my stance on abortion is far more nuanced than that. But um, my, my stance on abortion outside of my own circumstances, my own situation and my own relationship is I have absolutely no control over what somebody else does. Right? And I should not have any control over what somebody else does with their body. I shouldn't have that control. No. Um, now, if it's within my own marriage, within my own... I mean, we had a bit of a scare ourselves, John, you were aware. Um, this week. Mm. This week. And do you know what the first thing my wife and I said to each other was? Oh, shit. Yeah? No. <laughs> but if it had come positive... It would have been a decision that we would have taken together. We would have had a conversation. Um, I would have personally pushed for pro-life in that in that circumstance because that's just where I personally sit when it comes to my own circumstances, right? But also, I would have respected any decision otherwise. I'd have been upset. But it is what it is, I guess. I don't own or control anybody else's body. Mm. Um, and I wish that we would... I wish people would just see that stance as something you can you can hold pretty much for anything. That a... people make up their own mind for things that that concern themselves. Exactly, yeah. and and any any consequences that 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 arise, be it like for example in that situation, if you lose a partner or you lose a marriage because you make a decision that the other partner does not agree with, mm-hmm. then that's. 
that's something you have to deal with, isn't it? Exactly. It's it's down to you. It's no one else's fault. Exactly. Um, and and I I will never ever say to a woman that I will want to control what you you or do or do not do with your body. It's your body, mate. Just remember that scars are left, and they're left up here. They're not just left uh, physically, internally. They are left, meta you know, metaphorically as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And it's and it's something that that people need to think about seriously. You you see these women. I, I saw a picture of a woman. She was wearing a T-shirt that said like I'd had twelve abortions or something like 21. that. Twenty-one. Was it 21? twenty-one? And I'm thinking, yeah. well, why are you advertising that on a T-shirt? And yeah. I, I don't understand of it. Course. I don't of understand course. it. <laughs> of course, the first comment is, I can't believe you've had sex 21 times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I always tend to, to, but yeah, to like use I say, humor to, to diffuse the situation. But I agree with you. Um, yeah. The stance to any medical procedure from this show, from these two hosts, is and from Adam, uh, is that we do not own your body. The government oh. does not own your body. Um, the police do not own your body. Your partner does not own your body. The only person that owns your body is you, and you should be yeah, able to choose what even, does and does not go in it. Yeah, even your doctor doesn't own your body. No. It's up to you to decide what medical intervention that you wish to a doctor take can suggest not. a medical intervention but Absolutely. you do not have you do not have to take it you do not have to take it now i'm not saying that you shouldn't because some doctors are actually trustworthy and knowledgeable not all mm -hmm. um it's a bit bit concerning when i go to the doctors and they start reading a book to work out what the hell it could be <laughs> or, or I google went, did i tell you i went to the doctors once i had the mumps i was I was quite old actually for having the mumps. I was twenty-one, and um, I went. I to the bet doctors. you looked fantastic. <laughs> I don't think it's gone down. <laughs> so anyway, he goes. Uh, you've got the mumps. He goes. Um, as long as the swelling stays up, you're contagious. So take the week off. And I'm going okay. So I went home and spent the week at home. And then I got up on the Thursday morning or something, and um, I looked in the mirror, and my eyes were red. Fucking hell, we got the T virus, he's a zombie. Yeah, I don't mean them, um, and I don't mean bloodshot. I mean the entire whites of my eyes were red. Right. Right? It's as if every blood vessel in there burst. Right? Yep. I looked like the devil. Okay. So I thought, I better get to the doctor. So Nothing's changed. Doctor. I went to the doctor, and people were crossing the road to get away from me. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Okay, I sat in the waiting room and everybody moved to the other side of the fucking room. So when we did our... So hold on, hold on. I went into the doctor's into the doctor's room. This is when you can actually go and see the doctor, right? So I went into the doctor's room, opened the door, walks in, and he looks up and he's going, hi, John, and then he went, whoa! <laughs> and I, he goes, sit down. His son sat down and he's going, What the? And I'm going, Would you tell me? So he then pulled out the books. And when I say the books, I mean the big books. The big books. Like I've, I've seen the big books. <laughs> so he's going through the books and he's going, Yes, yes, it appears to be a very rare side effect of the mumps. He says, 
while your eyes are still red, you're contagious. <laughs> so go and take another week off. <laughs> so, and he says, try not to scare too many children on the way out. <laughs> so when we did our Alton Towers review, we said we were going to talk about something a bit later that we never got around to talking about. What was? The incident in the car park, John. No, no, I don't want to bring that up. Okay. I've had a good night, so let's leave that just now. Let's leave that just now. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I'm in I'm in the uh, Descent Media official group chat on <sighs> Telegram. I've been I've been directed there by our uh, by our oh, by the lovely Shalini. By the lovely Shalini. A screenshot the petition the .gov.uk petition do not sign any WHO pandemic treaty unless it is approved mm -hmm. via public referendum has 124,813 so signatures. It's got to be held in Parliament. Yeah, but I'm not happy about it. There should be no referendum. Shouldn't. It doesn't matter anyway. The government will just go, yeah, um, we've read the, the, the thing and we don't don't agree with it, so boom, bin. Yeah, I mean, all they've got to do is read it, it, it or discuss it. It doesn't mean they have to actually do what the petition says. No, they no, just they have don't. To, you know. So, I mean, the petitions are a waste of fucking time. It's different in Switzerland. Everything is done by referenda. Yeah. So, if in Switzerland you want to sign, do you wish to sign up to the WHO pandemic treaty? Yes or no. And that will go to the public, and they will vote on it. And they being will. the Swiss, they will probably say yes because yeah. they're fucking retail. They they literally voted for treatment passports, John. They did, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They voted for treatment passports. The Swiss. But, I'm, I'm not but, sure. I'm not sure the Swiss can be trusted with freedom and sovereignty. No, no, I, I don't think they can. But who can? That's the problem. You see, the problem is democracy doesn't fucking work. No, it doesn't. Because well, only... you say let me no no let me redirect your frag let me redirect what you said there. Democracy is an illusion. As an illusion, democracy as an illusion. Because ultimately, what happens is people vote for someone to lead them, right? Yes. Now, again, the problem is. In fact, the last election is a fantastic example because the turnout in some places was as low as 12%. Yeah. Right, so if you got elected in one of those counties or whatever by a majority vote of 50, 51%, mm. right, that means that 6.1% 6, 6 of the actual electorate voted you in. That's, so you are, that's bad. Yeah. So you are acting for 6% of the population and the rest didn't vote for you. So democracy is an illusion. And don't give me any shite about if you don't vote, you don't, you know, you, you can't complain. That's not the case. If there's no credible candidate, how can you possibly vote? Exactly. Exactly. You're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. And they're, uh, like we've always said, Labour, the Tories, two cheeks are the same arse, and the Lib Dems mm -hmm. are the kind of bit between the arse and the balls. Um, <laughs> the perendium. Yes. That's <laughs> 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 
<laughs> See, every day's a school day. Every day is a school day. <laughs> do we have any more list items, John? Yes, yes, we do. We have two list items. One is, um, I did say on Twitter to someone today that I would tell them on, I would say on the show exactly what long COVID is. And we've said this before. Uh, but we want to stay on YouTube. Oh, right, okay. So what I'm going to say now is that people who believe they have a thing that is long and like something that people had over the last couple of years, but not the same, right, is actually something called heart and kidney disease. Or heart lazy and couldn't be bothered. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we swiftly move on to our final (laughs) list item, John? Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, well, let's yeah it's like um it's like uh what's it called? M M E Absolutely or post viral fatigue. Yeah, which has kind of been disproven. Anyhow. But we shall move on. Yes, moving on. Um and the last item is Mr Mr Van Tam JVT could not attend his knighthood ceremony. Why? Because he had the cough. <laughs> Irony, much. <laughs> cough. Well, I don't know what happened there, but you were talking to dogs. He had the cough, John. Yeah, I don't know what happened in that last part because you you went right off the scale. You must have been talking to dogs. You went supersonic. (laughs) (laughs) You've gone gone beyond the 20,000 kilohertz. (laughs) Lexi is going mental, River, my dog, going mental. So you know, that's why that's called an AT2020. Why? Because it goes from 20 hertz to 20,000. Because, <laughs> strangely enough, most of your cheap mics only go down to eighty. Jump. That's what, and you lose you lose some of your basal tones from your lovely melodious voice. My voice has no basal tones <laughs> in it whatsoever, John. It never has done. I know it's like talking to a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Flipper? Skippy's ah. fell down the well. <laughs> <laughs> Boris is in trouble. Don't rescue him. Okay. Oh, from Disclose.tv. I'm just seeing in our Telegram group here. Just in, US reports first case of monkeypox after UK. Oh. Portugal confirmed new cases earlier today. Multiple suspected cases in Canada and Spain. Bane. There we go. There we go. Lovely. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. It's monkeypox. Monkey so that's going to have to be incorporated into a title some way. Shalini just said, Ben, go to your telegram, please. I just I did. Monkeys. I got I, I got well ahead of you there. I did. Oh, we're ahead. We're ahead. We're ahead. It's literally, you see this here. This is my phone and it's open <laughs> right here on the screen. I can see it. I can read it. Right here it says, Shalini forwarded message from Disclose.tv. You can see all those lovely cameras, can't you, John? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a pity I can't fucking use. Well, I could use them to 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 do this, but then I wouldn't be able to use almost, my phone. It's almost the same as mine. Yeah, yours is. Well, that <laughs> that was mine. Yeah, it was. It was mine, and then I upgraded and sold you the downgrade. But the downgrade is still pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's wonderful. Right, John. Ben. Is there any spiel you would like to give these people before we wrap? Oh, we don't want to do the attacker again, do we? Or do we? Do we? Do we? Do we? <laughs> so, if you find any value in the value that we give you, then we would be obliged if you would consider giving us a meager donation from as little as one pound a month. Nominal fee! Up to the princely sum of 20. And you can support us at patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or subscribescar.com forward slash chasing descent. Or if you go into the description on this show yeah. on YouTube, on Twitch, uh, you can give us all your Bitcoin before it crashes in value too. Yeah, that's like paying with devalued money. So yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Give it to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll take it. We'll yeah, take it. Yeah. It's, it's of no consequence to you anymore anyway. No, it's gone. It's, it's, Told, I've, I've been banging on about Bitcoin for years. Write it off. Fucking scam. <laughs> Shalini stayed awake for the whole show. I know. It's fantastic. Hey. It is fantastic. And John, if you turn off the ticker, right, yes. I've put the big cam on me. Because uh -huh. I would like to thank absolutely everybody for uh, coming along uh, and lurking on YouTube and watching me cut things up and having a laugh with us and joining us on Twitch. And uh, if you were on Rumble or brand YouTube, fantastic. Um, or, or Twitter even. Uh, and if you've shared it out uh, live, thank you very much. If you are watching this back, then please consider giving it a share. If you are listening on the podcast, hello. And I am now going to take it to our good friend, Mr. Porter, to round out the show. So thank you, one and all, for attending this, the 89th episode of Chasing Descent. 89. 89. From me, the man formerly in the van, now hunkering in the bunker, and from Ben, in his lovely, lovely South Coast studio. Well, thank you very much, everybody. And good night. Take away those diamonds, out underneath those rocks. A second hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Roll up the carpet from the floor. I don't want to be your prisoner no more. I Liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. Take away those drums. They're too loud.
guitar and I'll play to the crowd I want liberty without conditions Take away that job, I don't want to work I'll stay at home and play in the dirt I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions Your line, I want liberty without conditions. Work on the docks or down a hole. Come out at night and pray for your soul. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. Diamonds, I don't need those rocks A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on Conditions